This call may be recorded or transcribed. It's an amazing Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's on the line with me? Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday, brother. Hey. Glad to see you brother on the Michael. Wall, my brother. How you doing, Brother Michael? I'm doing okay today. Thank you. Great. Great to have you on the line. Is there anyone else on the wall? This morning, we're here to call on the name of the Lord and be blessed in the doing. Who's on the call?
This joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy I have, the world did not give it to me. This joy I have, the Lord didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it, and the Lord won't take it away. Hey, Sister Susie. Hey, Brother Andrew. How are you doing? Much improved, much improved. Prayer works. Yes, I'm it does. Yes. I'd, I'd be I'd be nowhere without that connection. Amen. Amen. How are you, you and my How are you and my friend Rick doing? We're doing well, thank you. How about you? How are you doing? Oh, much improved. Much improved. Good. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay, you uh, have a uh, wonderful and you have a blessed day. Let's you as talk, well. Let's talk soon. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okie doke. Sounds good. All right, talk to you soon then. Uh-huh. Good morning, this is Sister Stephanie. How's everybody doing? Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Yes. you have a request? Um, just yeah. re- just request for prayer. I'm in um, Las Vegas right now. I'm uh, I sound a little stuffy, but I'm just trying to get everything together. I'm just praying for the family and everybody to be well. Yes, ma'am. Now, right, now, is it, is, is it just for you? No, this is for my entire family: the Lopez family, the okay. um, Rose family, the um, Brooks family. The entire family. Okay. All right, thank you. Good morning, everybody. The Eva Mayata, Dr. Odata, Ika, Yuba. Hey, Sister Yvonne, happy Friday to you. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So glad to hear you, my sister. Are you? Oh, I'm much improved. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll keep praying for me. Keep praying for me. Because I was, I, I I was feeling really low, but there's no. Yeah, but when, when you get that low, when you can't even reach up, you can just say, "Lord, help me." Yeah, got you lifted. Got you lifted. Okay, don't stop. We used to sing a song, and it was a real short song. Don't stop praying for the Lord is nigh. Don't stop praying for he'll hear your cry. His his word is honest, and his word is true. You don't stop praying, he'll answer you. 
and and there's that truth. The whole truth of worship is in that in the, is in that phrase right there. You don't stop praying. He'll work it through. So yeah, please keep me lifted up as I keep you lifted. Good morning. This is Diane. Hey, Diane. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Andrew. Good to hear your voice. Yours as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Fine on mute. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Roxy. God bless you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning, Andrew. So good to hear you. This is Jonathan. God bless you, brother. Glad to have you on the wall. Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's Dee Dee. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. I love you. Send the love from California. All right. Hearing it from the, from the West Coast. I'm I'm still gonna get out there by Hooker Brad yes. Brook. Yes, come on, we love to have you. It's funny, I got a, I got a lot of got a lot of friends in on the West Coast, and I've never been out there. Lot 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 of friends, lot of friends from college. In fact, two of my roommates freshman year were for, for freshman year. We're from the West Coast. Just never made it further west than Dallas. But I have a mind to get out there, so. Y'all have no, your DV. Your DV family would just love that love on you. Come on. Got plenty of places to stay. That's for sure. Okay. Hey, just have that. Been hearing a lot about the food out there, so just be prepared. That's come with your I'm Niner saying. jersey. Come with your Niner. Okay, I'm gonna go on mute, but come with your Niner jersey. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> I've been hearing about a lot of that peach coffee too, so gotta try that also. Love you. I return the love. We're marching to Zion. That beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching here to Zion. That beautiful city of God. Is there anyone else walking to that beautiful, beautiful city this morning? Let me know. Good morning, Good morning Brother Andrew. I'm walking to that city. All right. God bless you. Happy Friday. No place like it. And I don't want to say no no place like it on earth, but it's true because we're walking upward, leaving this plane where death is all around us, where people are suffering, where there's nothing but hatred being revisited. To kindness, there's so much hatred and and error 
where lies are loved more than truth, we need we need truth. We worship truth, for God is truth. He dwells in the city of God. This morning, I'm, I'm, I need everybody to just love each other, even if the other doesn't love you back. Because we're here to love the unlovable. We're here to help the ones that don't want our help. We're here to feed the ones that won't love us after their bellies are full. That's our purpose here. Because that's what the Lord requires. That's who the Lord is. Because he's fed us so long before we turn to him. It's just a beautiful time to love the Lord. Because the world needs it so much more now. I love Jesus. I love you, Andrew. I love you, DV family. It's a favorite Friday. It's Rochelle. Let's get it. Amen. That's his favorite pours on us. Till our cups are full, we pour into each other. We're going to need it, folks, because not only do we have pestilence walking on the ground, we got war and rumor of war. So for all of us that are so proud of our, our loved ones and kinfolk that are in the services, you be aware, you know, just because they say we're not sending any troops doesn't mean that troops won't be going over. They said that in Vietnam. They said that during the Korean, quote-unquote, conflict. And the local, the, the local guard and... Some of the other uh, less frontline uh, Chinese were told that, well, you're not going to see conflict, saw conflict. They would just take guard units from random states and send over. And so we need, this world needs a lot of prayer. And that all refers back to the homes from where the, once the prayer comes from. And you don't know who God has assigned you to pray for. So please, ma'am, please, sir. Pray for, pray for this, pray for each other. Pray for the next one to you. Because you don't know who that next one may be. We're ready to get our morning started. And I am your host. My name is Andrew. We ask me, I'm asking you, as you ask me, to focus on the hearts and the purity of the Holy Spirit. And so, please mute your phone. Make sure that that feature is engaged and ongoing as we go through this morning worship period. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. We are a prayer call. 
and we meet Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central time, 9 a.m. East time, East Coast time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please be sure to join us during the month of March. Our monthly theme is Radical Relationships. All the declarations will focus on the importance of having radically developed relationships considering the will and plan of God. His will allows us to walk and live with purpose. There's one announcement today. Friday Night Live resumes tonight, 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, and 9 o'clock Eastern Time. This evening, as I said, it resumes. Call in and join us with Dee Dee as she shares on the topic. Can we talk? You're sure to be blessed. There were no prayer requests on the online app this morning, but we have several revolving prayer requests that we reach to daily. The first one in front of us is the children. The children here in the US, the children in the Ukraine. Can you imagine uh, a nation of just at the children level in homes where the family is impacted um, monetarily, financially, because of the virus and the hovering menace of a country that you historically were a part of, but as soon as you got the chance you broke off independent independently now is trying to ensnarl you again and now they're shooting at you you don't know if you're going to be bombed in the night and so you're walking driving to get away there are children that are facing that right now and they're not in the Middle East. They're not in Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan. Okay, They're in a much colder climb right now on the road and you have soldiers that may show kindness, may not, and shoot your children and there's nothing you can do about it. We're praying their protection. We're also praying for the children protected on these shores. Same reason. There are people with bullets aimed at your child because they think it's funny, because they think it shows manhood. They think it shows power. We have children that are being starved out because the country's leaders are arguing with themselves 
and we have children that won't get a full nutritious meal until they go to school or whatever was going on in the home. We're lifting them up. We're lifting their parents up, the parents that just weep inside and have no tears left because they can't change their situation. And they they get unraveled when they can't meet the needs of the child and they start doubting God. They lay things at God's feet that should not be left there. These parents are hurting and we're lifting them. We're asking God to send angels to them to meet their need. We're praying for the first line responders, the ones that are in harm's way. We're praying that they have their spirits refreshed, that they not get weary in their well-doing. We're praying for the soldiers that are on alert and maybe going in a hornet's nest, that they be protected, that their lives be straight with God, and that they invoke the protection of the Holy Spirit as they go. We're asking that there be peace in Jerusalem. We're asking that the Lord use his protective hand over their families. We're asking for prayer for the Lopez family and all of those connected. We're asking prayer for our sons and daughters of this call and the the family the families of those on the on the call, particularly the ones from our churches and synagogues that that's the ones from our neighborhoods and the dwellings where we live, that this this protective layer of prayer, of covering, extend to the states we live in and the nations that we're from and might not be living there still. We need protection. The evil is all around us but God is, and we need him. Order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. Immediately following, we will go right into closing comments, hosted hosted by the declarer. And he will answer any further questions brought up from the declaration that he brings. The scripture for today is found in Luke 12, 21. Yes, a person is a fool to store up 
earthly wealth, but not to have a rich relationship with God. May the Lord and a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of the word be brought to us this morning. This time, we ask you to put your phones on mute continually until instructed to come off mute. Now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Brother Jonathan. My name is Andrew Hart. God bless you all. Father God, we say thank you. Father, we say thank you. We thank you this morning. Father, we we thank you because you are our God, Lord. We thank you because you are our Lord. God, we thank you because you are our keeper. You, you are our redeemer. You are my regulator. You are our sustainer. God, we say thank you. We thank you this morning because you are who you are. You are and you have never changed. Father, we say thank you because of your sovereignty. You reign in the low place. God, we say thank you that because you are who you are, you can reach from where you are to where we are. God, we say thank you now because you hear and you answer prayer. God, we say thank you because you continue to lean and let your ear be toward our lips. God, we say thank you for not forgetting about us. We say thank you for remembering and recalling our name, our situation, name by name and face by face. Father, we say thank you. God, we appreciate you on this day. We give your name the glory. Ha, thank you. We give the Bohosha. Thank you. Obashande. Thank you. Higher. Oh, my Shanda no Bohoi. Thank you. Thank you. Higher. Oh, Shatai. Ikatoro Boho. Thank you. God, we give you glory. Higher. We bless your name. Yes, O Lobohu. Thank you. Ha. Thank you. Mama Mansio Tobohu. Thank you, Jesus. Higher. God, we reverence you. We give you the glory. Higher, higher, higher. Yes, Sotolomoho. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. Hey, thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We magnify you. We lift you up, oh God. We exalt you in the midst of it. Father, we create a space for you to come down and dwell. God, we speak praise out of our mouth. God, we speak praise in the midst of our emotions. We speak praise in the midst of where we are. And God, according to your word, that you would have residence in the midst of the praises of your people. So we give you glory. We shout hallelujah. We say thank you because you hear. God, we say thank you because you are ever-present. Thank you. We give you glory. Hey, we give you praise. We say Thank you. Now, God, we bring to you the troubles of our heart. Lift up our heart before you now. God, we say thank you in the midst of the trouble. But, God, we thank you that you are a burden bearer. God, we thank you that you know how to maneuver, that you will move where you need to move. God, that you will be sovereign where your sovereignty is needed. God, we ask you now. We bring these wise before you. God, we say, God, now that you would begin to do the exceeding, the abundant above all that we could ever ask or think. God, we thank you for the next level that you are taking us and launching us to. We thank you for the trajectory that you have us going now, God, because you have prepared our ways. We know that we are walking according to your will and your way. God, because of your plan is what you what you have in mind for us. So we thank you for the walk that we have. God, we thank you for the place of glory. We thank you for the place of your exposing power. We thank you for exposing us to new levels of you, new depths of 
you. And God, we give your name the glory. We give your name the praise. Father, I pray that you would amplify our sound in the midst of the enemy's ear. God, cause confusion in the camp of the enemy. We come against now the very plan, the plot, the ploy, the tactic, the scheme, the covert operation of every enemy that is assigned to us. We declare now, God, return to sender a thousandfold. God, that which the enemy meant to bring on our head, we send it back a thousandfold even now in the name of Jesus. Father, we take time to pray for those that are called according to your purpose and that we pray that you would begin God, to strengthen them on every leaning side. Build them up like a boho Thank you. Build them up, oh God, like never before. Father, put your hand in their back and your lips to their ear and give them the strength to go forward. God, we give you glory higher. Mm. We thank you. Stir it up, God. Get that on my high. Stir up the sound of revival. Stir it up, God. Stir up the sound of breakthrough. Stir it up, God. Thank you. Stir it up, God. Stir the fire again. Stir it up, God. Thank you. Stir it up, God. Now. Stir up the sound of breakthrough. Stir up the miracle, the signs and wonders now. Stir it up, oh God, now. Stir it up, oh God, yeah. Stir up the those that are your believers, oh God. From this place, God, from uh, from this place to the other. God, stir up on the inside the sound of praise. Lord, let it be known that you're still able to do the exceeding, the abundant, above all that they can ask or think, God. Stir up on the inside the sound of deliverance. Stir up on the inside, God, the sound of breakthrough. Higher. Stir up on the inside, God. God, God, strengthen their faith level now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we, uh, God, refine them where they are. God, strengthen them. God, strengthen the base now in the name of Jesus. And God will give you glory. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are God, we say thank you. We lift our hands to you now. God, we declare victory in our lifted arms. We declare victory in our lifted hands, oh God. Not just for us, but for those that are connected to us. We lift our hands in victory. We declare life now. Father, we come against we come against the very spirit of suicide, that which is connected to it and every tentacle assigned to it. We break its hold now. In the name of Jesus, we bind the strong man and its influence over the law of it, God, and we rebuke and refute the power of the law. But God, we pray now that your spirit would take hold. God, we pray that your spirit would anchor there, that your spirit would manifest there, that your spirit would show its power there. God, let the labor stronghold be broken brick by brick and mortar by mortar, but God, lead those individuals with your spirit, not just the residue. I pray for an overflow and a feeling, God, like never before. Spirit of the living God, stretch out on them like never before. God, take captive of their minds. Speak in the place of the dark place. Speak in the low place. Father, 
in the place of no word and no active word. We begin to charge a word now to come forth and live. We declare life now. God, give recites, resuscitating breaths even now in the name of Jesus. Father, put your lips to the spirit and cause them to breathe again in the name of Jesus. Shake and shift in the name of Jesus that which they are laid on. God, that which has become comfortable. God, I pray now that you would shake and shift it, allowing them to move and jolt them out of the comfort zone, but God, to throw them in the trajectory of your plan and your purpose for their life. God, we lift you up now. We declare that this be the day of the flying colors, and so we declare our colors in the wind will blow. God, we thank you for the wind blows on our behalf. God, we thank you for angelic escorts and encounters in the name of Jesus. Father, we wrap forward with your glory. God, we triumph forward with your praise. We triumph forward with your praise. And God, as we begin to take our phones off, we, we begin to shout the glory to you. We give your name the honor. God, because you be able to Let your love abound in you, 
God, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Ha ha. Thank you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We say thank you. Uh, restore the sound of joy. Thank you. And God, we give you glory. God, now open up our ears and our minds to receive, our hearts to receive what you're about to say to your people. Give us an ear, God, that we may hear by your spirit. God, word the mouth of the speaker. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God be praised on today. He is so worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand. Uh, the name of our God is worthy. <laughs> he is so worthy. He is so worthy to be praised. Uh, listen, I want to uh, just say good morning to my Declare Victory family, and I pray uh, that each of you is doing well and thriving uh, in the things of God, certainly. Uh, I'm excited about today. Uh, I'm, I'm doing something just a little bit different, uh, but I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good. Uh, I, I'm 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 excited for a couple of different reasons. Uh, most people who know me know, you know, I, I deal a lot in, um, or I, I, I spend a lot of time talking about relationships, uh, particularly covenant relationships, right? Uh, and I think that. Oftentimes, covenant relationships, when we talk about relationships, we limit those things. Uh, we limit them to husband and wife. We limit them to man, woman, all, all of those type of things. But what we don't often do is we, in, in our effort to romanticize, I should say, covenant relationships, uh, we don't realize often that, that, that even our friendships, horizontal relationships uh are, are are a level of covenant and uh so i, I want to stretch us today uh and y'all hang with me it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different but i promise you it's gonna bless your life if you listen uh, i, I want to stretch us in the area of relationships uh, as it relates to covenant uh and collaboration in the kingdom all right so relationships covenant uh and then collaboration in the kingdom and all of them uh work work together uh you can't talk about covenant relationships 
especially from a biblical lens, uh, with, without really dealing with Second uh, Kings 2, uh, 1 through 18. Of course, it's the story of uh, Elisha and Elijah. Uh, and, and I'm going to pull out some things from that. Normally, I would do kind of a sermonic format uh, on this uh, call, but, but uh, I was kind of led to, to highlight some major points. Uh, that, that I think that we're going to run into a covenant relationships. And let me just say this, before we even start with anything else, uh, in covenant relationships, uh, you must be willing to be inconvenienced, all right? All right, we're getting started early, y'all. We're getting started early. Uh, there is no, if, if, if you can't stand to be inconvenienced, then you can't stand to be in covenant because covenant is not convenient, all right? But covenant oftentimes uh, pushes and forces and pulls us to, to, to become uh, fluid and or agile. I, I'll put it like that. So Second Kings, uh, for those who are, who are saying, hey, look, need a scriptural reference, great. Second Kings, the second chapter, and uh, of course, I'm not going to read verses 1 through 18, but I want you to read the whole thing in, at your leisure and at your time. Uh, but I'll give you the backdrop to it. Elijah is getting ready to be taken up uh, to heaven. And Elijah has served as the mentor slash friend slash big brother, uh, uh, all of that. And, and so let me say this, when it's really covenant, Hear this, when, when a relationship is really covenant, it will force you to see multi, multiple levels of, of somebody, multiple layers. Do, somebody please write that down this morning because a lot of times in covenant, we want to, we want to pin people as what we want to pin them. So, so in covenant, you'll say, this is my uh, prayer partner, but, but because that's your prayer partner, you won't allow that person to do life with you because all you wanted to do was prayer with them. I want to help somebody this morning. So, so, so in covenant, you are now forced to not just see somebody as one dimension, but you have to accept them at multiple dimensions. Now, hear this. Every relationship is not covenant. So, so for regular relationships that are not covenant, because anytime we see anytime we see covenant in the Old Testament, there was always some type of bloodshed. Hear me, hear me. There was always some type of sacrifice, with, which tells us that a precursor of covenant is sacrifice, which is why every relationship ain't covenant. I, I have heard so many, it's a taboo word right now. It's a hot topic. People are throwing around covenant. Uh, but then when you dive into that relationship, you find out that neither person, nobody wants to sacrifice. And there can be no covenant unless there's some level of sacrifice. So I want to admonish you. I want to admonish you that to, to differentiate a covenant relationship versus a regular relationship. All right, so here we go. Uh, Second Kings 2, particularly, uh, Elijah is in that space now. Uh, these are his final days, right? These are his final days uh, uh, on, on earth. He's getting ready to now transition. Well, listen, the first thing that we see uh, in the relationship of Elisha and Elijah uh, is that they were on one accord, all right? Write that down, somebody, please. They were on one accord. Uh, they, they ranked differently. Don't get it twisted. I, I want you to hear this. They, they ranked differently, yet they walked together. Uh-oh, uh-oh. 
Here we go. Do you know that some of my best relationships as a pastor are with people who are not pastors? Uh-oh, uh-oh. We rank differently, but guess what? In covenant, we walk together. And, and I want to help somebody because somebody on the line, even today, you're saying that the person has to match what you got. You know, we do this thing about matching energy and all of the above. I don't need you to match energy in covenant. I need you to match effort. All right, let me help you. Uh, so, so, so a pastor doesn't just have to be in covenant with a pastor. Uh, a, a woman doesn't just have to be in covenant with one. It has to work to where they can rank differently, but they've walked together. Elijah is the mentee. Elijah is the mentor. All right. So, so they rank differently, right? Uh, yet one one is 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 well experienced in 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 life and has a myriad of things under his belt. The other is trying to figure life out. They rank differently, but in covenant, they walk together. You will know a relationship is God sent because while you may have different assignments, you can walk together. Uh-oh. All right. I'll say it again. You'll know that a relationship is God a covenant relationship is God sent because while you may have different assignments, you can walk together. A, a person with a title can walk with one with none. It, it doesn't matter. We don't have to be uh, at the same level, quote unquote, as long as, hear this, we are walking in the same direction. So we see now that they are on one accord. So, so that's, the, that's the basis of their relationship. But then, in covenant, you have to commit to, hear this, receiving the help you need. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I lost somebody right there. Somebody hung up the phone right there. Uh, there. There's a challenge for many of us who've been burned by people in the past and burned by things. I want to help you. I want to help you. We, we, we tend to project uh, on those uh, who are genuine because we've come in contact with those who weren't. Uh-oh. Okay, hear this, hear this. Elijah, the mentor, tells Elisha, the mentee, to stay several times in this text while he goes to another place. The first time they were leaving uh, Gilgal and they were going and, and, and Elijah says, look, I, I, the Lord has told me to go to Bethel. And Elisha tells him, he says, I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not leaving, I'm not staying where I am, and you're going somewhere else. And, and, and hear me, hear me. He says, he, and, and because we're covenant, I want to be where you are. But Elijah, okay, hear this. Elijah tries to shake Elijah several times. I tell people this story all the time. When I met my wife, we, uh, we were in college, and, and my wife was trying to shake me. Hear, hear me. What, what somebody on the line doesn't understand what I'm saying. She she did not want to be involved with me. Let me say it like that. And so I was approaching her, yet she was uh, 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 she was trying to push me away because I reminded her. Hear this, of an experience she did that that she did not like that had happened previously in her life. Can I help you? Can I can I please help you? Don't ask. God to send you help and then reject the help when the help shows up. Hear me, hear me. Elijah tries to tell him, 
he he says, look, and and when he doesn't, when when Elisha said, listen, I'm going with you to Bethel, then they went to Bethel is what the scripture says. But then Elijah tried to shake him again. Elijah says, the Lord told me to go to Jericho. And Elisha says, listen, I, if we go into Jericho, let's go to Jericho. Wherever we're going, we're riding in covenant, right? So so you got to commit in covenant to receiving the help you need. I want to talk about proximity in covenant, proximity. Somebody write that down, proximity. Uh, uh, when, when God has placed great people in your life, hear this, uh, you don't want them to leave. So here I told you there was twofold. Elijah is trying to shake Elisha. But now there's this flip dynamic where Elisha does not want to leave his mentor. All right. Uh, uh, my fear, Dion, I hope you're on this line. My fear for my generation and those that will follow is that many of us are trying to kill, hear this, their Elijah so that they can advance. But when you're really assigned to someone's life, you don't want them to leave. Hear this. Let me say this. Elisha walked closely with Elijah. He was relational. If you're going to accomplish the agenda of the kingdom, hear me, you have to be willing to be close. I'm not talking about location. I'm talking about close in, in, in walk, close in journey, close in spirit. I see you, sis. I see you on. We're going to talk about this in just a minute. But then, Dion, this is one of my favorite parts of this text. Uh, 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 after, after Elisha decides that he's not leaving his mentor, the Bible says that there were some sons of the prophets who got in the middle. Any, you'll know that an assignment is covenant when there is a level of warfare attached and or, let me say this, when the when the attacks for splitting the relationship are great, hear this. There's always going to be people in the middle. I I, I can't tell y'all what I well I tell y'all what I call them. I call them monkeys in the middle. If you remember, we used to play that game when we were kids, monkey in the middle. But 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 there's always some people who are trying to destroy cover who are assigned to frustrate you in your covenant relationship. Why? Why? Because they understand that if that relationship shall continue, then great and mighty things will happen. If that relationship continues, then purpose can be achieved. But they also understand that if they can irritate and frustrate you in covenant, then you will detach prematurely from what you're supposed to be connected to. Here we go. The sons of the prophets, and they come and tell, hear this, Elisha, something that is intended to create anxiety and cause him to separate from what he needs. Here's what they come and tell him. They say, hey, listen, uh, 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 uh. they say, hey, you know your mentor is getting ready to die, right? You, you know he's getting ready to leave you, huh? And you're going to be all alone. That, that, they come and frustrate. They come and try to create anxiety. And, 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 and there's always going to be, because I hear this all the time, people believe that when they have found a covenant relationship, there is no frustration. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. There is frustration. There is great frustration because there is purpose attached to covenant relationships. And so they come and they tell him, they say, hey, listen, check this. Uh, uh, you, you know the guy you've been walking with and learning from and all of that, he's getting ready to leave you. And it's important. It is so 
important. And I want to stop here and warn you about blockers who are posing as connectors. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I don't even have time, I, but I, I'm getting ready to mark a few. Uh, blockers who who are posing as connectors, people who act like uh, they want to connect you, but in reality, they really just want to be in the mix of the connection so that they can block the purpose of the connection. These sons of the prophets, here they are supposed to be men who, who are fostering relationship. They're supposed to be men who are excited that the purpose is going forth, yet they, in their own mind, become jealous, and now they try to block this connection. It's important to have the right people who will push the connection when it's covenant and not try to divide it, all right? But then there's a revelation. In every covenant relationship, there is revelation. We handle people incorrectly when we don't have a revelation of who they are to us. Uh-oh. My grandma used to say it like this. You don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Uh, 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 the noise, hear this in the text, the noise doesn't bother uh, Elisha, but he does rebuke the sons of the prophets. Can I tell you something? In every relationship covenant, there's time to be silent, and there's time you got to correct folks. All right. All right, outward defense is sometimes necessary because secret love is questionable. Here's what, here's what Elisha says to them. Uh, he, he says, yeah, I already know that. I, I know he's getting ready to leave. Y'all ain't telling me nothing new. Uh, I want to help somebody today. Uh, when people try to frustrate the connection that you have in covenant, it's important that you learn how to rebuke those people. Hear me, because some of us have listened to the people, and now you're questioning the connection. Now you're frustrated and getting ready to detach from something that's going to save your life because somebody told you that they said something else somewhere else. Hear this. Elisha is able to look at the sons of the prophets and say, I already knew that. I, so be quiet is what he says. He, he, he says, I already knew it. I knew that there's a time for everything, and I know that he's getting ready to leave me. Why do I know? Because we're in covenant. So in covenant, you can't come from the outside and tell me anything on the inside about what's going on. He says, I already know that. I know because he has a revelation of who his mentor is in his life. All right. And then there is an exchange. In every covenant relationship, there must be exchange. Elijah. Before he leaves, ask, what can he do for his mentee? And Elisha, the mentee, responds and says, I need a double portion of your spirit. Every relationship must have, and, and, and I'm going to say this, every covenant relationship must have a point of exchange. One person can't do all the calling. One person can't be doing all the stuff. One person can't care, uh, be the only person caring. Because I always say, if you're the only person leaning, eventually you're going to fall. In covenant relationships, we must both lean in. We must both lean in. And so at this moment, there is a divine exchange of sorts. And, and let, me, let me tell you, in covenant, you should be asking, not just in times of bereavement, not just in times of loss not just in times of extreme happiness, not just when there's a big event going on, but the question that must constantly be asked in covenant is what can I do for you? Uh-oh, we don't like asking that. It, it amazes me how we'll ask our spouse, but we won't ask a friend that question. It amazes me. It amazes me that we will ask a parent, what can we do for them? 
and, and we'll turn around to our friends and never claim, claim to have friends and claim to have relationships, but we will never once ask them, what can I do for you? And the Bible says that, that this mentor who tried to shake the mentee, he now asked him, hey, what can I do? And Elisha says, listen, I don't want your money. I don't want anything. I want a double portion of your spirit. There is equal ask and there is equal exchange. I tell people, you don't have to give the same thing I give, but you do need to give something. Uh-oh. All right. And then there's finally in every covenant relationship, there is a mantle of in every covenant relationship. When we hear the word mantle, a lot of people automatically believe, you know, that, that mantle always speaks of elevation, but mantle is, is a burden. Uh-oh. A mantle is a burden. It, it, it is, there, there ought to be, in covenant, there ought to be a burden. And I don't want you to hear burden in a negative light, but I, I'm talking about a heaviness of, it is a heavy thing. It is something that rests upon us, the mantle. So Elijah takes up the mantle as Elijah is going up into heaven, not because he wants a title, but because he can't afford for the work that his mentor did, his friend, his covenant partner, he can't afford for the work that that man did to die. A mantle, hear this, that you reached for, hear this though, if it ain't your mantle to reach for, it becomes a yoke of bondage. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And some of us think, uh, that, that we want what we see, but we don't have the grace to handle it, right? So in every relationship, and as a result of the covenant relationship between the two of them, hear me, hear me, and I'll go over those points really quickly for you. In every covenant relationship, again, you must be on one accord. That doesn't mean you won't disagree at times, but you at least should be walking in the same direction. How, how can two walk together lest they agree? You got to receive the help you need in covenant relationships. Stop, stop asking God to send you stuff and then rejecting it when it shows up. All, when you do that, you're telling God that what he sent ain't good enough. You're returning to sender, all right? And, and, and there's no room for that in covenant. Then there must be proximity. You can't afford to be distant when you're in covenant with somebody. No, ain't no such thing as distant. No, 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 no. And I ain't talking about being in somebody's space all the time. I'm saying in, in spirit, you can't be. Because guess what? Uh, a distance creates questions. Distance creates questions. So you must be in proximity. And then you got to watch those people in the middle, those sons of the prophets, those people who are coming to frustrate the God-given assignment. But you must have a proper revelation of who people are. You got to know, who are you in covenant with? Do you know them? Do you even know who you're claiming to be in covenant with? Have you peeled back the layers? Do you understand the layers? Are you able to handle the layers? Are you going to be okay when you see the layers? How does that look? How does that work? You must have a revelation. And then you got to have the exchange. But lastly, you have to wear the burden of covenant. You got to commit to the burden of covenant, which means that even if the person is gone, even if they have left, you still bear the burden and the mantle that comes with covenant relationships. Listen, I told y'all it was going to be different today, and I pray that you were blessed. Uh, I want us to have some dialogue. Again, uh, Dion, I know you're on. I know some of the others are on, but I can't wait to hear from y'all this morning. So um, let's come off mute for our love, life, and victory moment. Let's say good morning, and then we'll go straight into our discussion. Anybody who missed us, let us know y'all. Good morning, this is Tina.
Good morning. Good morning. It's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Mr. Happy Friday. Hey, hey. God hey, bless everyone on the call. God bless you. Hey, brother. Good morning. It's Sabrina. Hey, Brina. Good morning. It's Priscilla. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Nancy. Good morning. It's Jubin. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Patsy. Good morning, Miss Patsy. Good morning. It's Miss B. Awesome. Good morning. Good morning, Christina Joy. This was amazing. Thank you for your share this morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Valerie Austin Declaration, man of God. Good morning, Miss Val. Oh, my God. OMG. Love you. <laughs> Good morning, Dee. Love you too. All right. Good morning, Pastor Winston and Rochelle. Good morning. Hey, Rochelle. It's Favor Friday. Yes, it is. And you put it on down. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I told y'all it was going to be a little bit different, but I hope y'all rocked with me anyway. Uh, can you All hear right, me? Look. Can you yep. hear me? Love, life, and victory. Come on with it. <laughs> Listen, honey. Secret love is questionable. That's all I got. <laughs> Listen, don't secretly love me. Go don't. away. Okay? <laughs> okay? Beat it. Kick rocks. Hot ones. Barefoot. With no lotion on your feet. Do that. <laughs> yeah, go, go away. <laughs> Sneakily loving me is not going to work. Okay? It's not okay. going to work. Uh-uh. No, not at all. And I'm going to need you to know who I am. Who, who am I? Who, who do you say I am? Who? Who and what? What? What is Calling I? Calling me best friend. Calling me best uh-uh. friend. Do don't you do know me? Look. Look. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Yeah. Listen, you taught what I taught from a whole nother lane, reiterating the same thing. I love it. I love when God does that. So I want to say this to all of you that are listening. When God says the same thing, literally within days from each other, same, same substance, different angles, it is him reiterating to you for real. Come on. Covenant relationships are essential. Come on. Don't ever let a covenant relationship end too soon because you too proud to take the lesson. Uh oh. <laughs> Did you say uh oh? I can't stand you. <laughs> I miss my saying. Okay, I'm I'm shutting up in real life. Y'all can talk. Hey, can, yeah. hey, can I jump in? Uh, Dion, jump don't in. do that. Don't do that, Dion. This is Diddy. Pastor Winton, sir. It's Friday morning. Why you do us like that? Oh, my God. The monkey's in the middle? 
I can't even work. I had to take a, a vacuum break because when you said that about them connectors, I was like, that's what that was. So thank you for just, oh, my God, like Dion said, it lines up because there is a purpose attached to covenant relationships. So we got those blockers. Thank you for just reminding me that every relationship ain't covenant too, though. We got to be careful no. and know that we know. And like she said, don't be, don't be my secret, nothing. No secret love and no secret love me out in the open. I love you. Thank you for that Friday fire. Love you too. No, that's a a major, that's a major piece. And in covenant, you know, you can't come and tell me just anything. And and even the response, did y'all hear the response was like, I know, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's a, that's a piece of covering too, because, because in covenant, you cover. Covenant doesn't expose the the weaknesses of others, right? Not not to other people. And we live in a day of heavy exposure where people are getting off on exposing the weaknesses and the low points of other people. But but when somebody comes to me and tries to tell me something about somebody I'm in covenant with, I I tell them I already know. Even if I didn't know, I know. Cause cause, cause you won't know I didn't know. That that's covering in covenant. All right. Y'all don't get me started on that today. Uh, I'm going to jump in next. I'm jumping in. Okay. Go go Kenya. Go Kenya. No, so, 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 listen, listen, listen. This is Kenya. I'm speaking. Listen. You was disrespectful this morning. You was crushing people's talk. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right for you to do that to people. And then you just drop the mic and you giggling over there like like a like a special person. So when you said <laughs> you your wife was trying to shake you, ooh, I thought about me and Didi Shari. I did not want to be bothered with her. When you mentioned sacrifice, I thought about our relationship again. Um, when you mentioned um, Elisha talking about, I know, you got to hear Didi Cherie say, I know. You can say it, Didi Cherie. Say it for the people so they can hear you. Say it. Come off mute and say it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you ain't telling me nothing. And if you was, I would go act like I knew already because what you're not going to do is that. What That's you're what not you going to do is that. Is that you? Listen, you won't have room. And if you play with me, I'ma fight you. Leave me alone now. Listen, 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 listen. Even over a text message that somebody sent, I was hollering this morning. Okay, here's the last. Here's the last point. The monkeys in the middle. I tear. You talking about tears? But but I thought about. Oh my God, they call them. A, I'm gonna be respectful on the call. I won't say the other name that some people probably don't know nothing about. Monkeys in the middle. But you know that other name that's not a, a phrase mm-hmm. that's not appropriate for this call. Mm-hmm. The end of it is blockers, so I'm gonna just leave it yeah. at that. Yeah. But um, but I, I thought about those two. But isn't that just like the people? You think that you have a relationship, and you're wondering why stuff not happening because they shutting your stuff down. It, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. Shut and it can down. I tell you when I connect okay. people, I'm a real connector. When I connect people, I I get you connected, and then I jump out. But that's the, that's how you're supposed to do it. That's, that's how, how you're supposed to do it. it. I don't need to be calling asking. Have the you rules. talked to? Did you talk yeah, to such and such? You know, because yeah, you, you, you all in the mix. You, you what you, what you doing? Now, what I might do? Can I? Yeah. 
what I must do is just confirm that, hey, just there confirm, we go. you know, that you and your so-and-so, that's, a, that's, there we pro- go. that's professionalism, right? It's, that's right. It's, it's just, but you don't, but listen, once I've connected you, I don't, I, take me off the thread. I don't, yeah, don't start yeah, stop pulling thread. them strings like Gepletto. Yeah. Hey, y'all, y'all saying all the stuff that I wanted to say, so I'm just going to say ditto to uh, Jackie, <laughs> Tanya, and, and everybody else. Great, great <laughs> words. Uh, and I'm back to work. Y'all just going to monopolize triple team tag win now. I just don't understand. <laughs> right, but he didn't come to play. He called, He brought it. He brought it. No games. No games. No games. No games. Not at all. No. Uh, there can't be covenant if there's no sacrifice. That part must change. Don't bring all your stuff over here thinking I'm going to do everything for you and you ain't going to do nothing. Listen, it's That's got to be mutually really beneficial in this piece. Some got to give. Don't, I'm not driving every single time. Don't bring your stuff over here and I'm happy and you brought your stuff and now I can't go outside. No. Not yeah, doing it. don't be pat, patting your pockets at the dinner table every time. <laughs> and falling asleep in the car if we're going somewhere. How about that? Can I? It's Good morning. It's Good morning. Go ahead, Monty. Good morning. My name is Stephanie. And I just wanted to make a comment. And that is somebody said something about the gossip. He said something about the monkeys in the middle, but then when it gets, I wrote down a few things. But when you get to talking about Isaiah and I, and I, and, and I, I can't even say them right. But one is a mentee and one is a mentor, and sometimes you can revere somebody so much to where you'll follow them and you'll do exactly what they say, and the Lord will separate you because you don't want it to get mixed up with what is with what is good and what is not good, because the Lord is to be served at all times. And then in the process, like you were talking about the monkeys in the middle, I learned that in relationships and even in platonic relationships, some people can be insecure within themselves, and if they can find division, a seek division in that relationship because they're just not secure of their positioning in that relationship. So I don't listen to what you have to say. Like you said, I heard it already, but somebody came to me telling me something about my situation in my marriage. And I say, well, you know, if it's happening, evidently I know about it because it ain't but two people in the relationship. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. Uh, listen, I don't want people to get it confused. You know, this is the way that we talk regularly. But I will say on the flip side of that, I think I think people frustrate covenant. They try to frustrate covenant so that the work that's supposed to be produced can't be done. And I hope y'all didn't miss that because you'll mess around and get mad off of some something somebody done brought you. And now you you didn't write the book that you were supposed to write with a person. You did not, you didn't do the business deal with somebody. You didn't do whatever it was because purpose, because you allowed somebody externally to frustrate purpose internally. And so I want us to be careful because those people really are assigned to frustrate. Think about what would have happened. If they had frustrated uh, Elisha, then the mantle wouldn't have even been his. 
there, there wouldn't have been any of that. There would have been nothing, none of that, because he would have gotten mad because the sons of the prophets told him something else, and, 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 he, and he would have. And how many times have we, can we be honest, how many times have we walked away from something prematurely all because we didn't, we didn't fact check and we didn't cover that's a whole nother thing for a whole nother day. I don't want to get up on that, but, but, but y'all come on. But, Love, life, and victory. Hey, this is this is Tan again. I think that uh, another point is going back to what you said um, initially um, in your, what did you speak for, like 10 minutes? Um, I was really ready for you to continue. But anyway, that's another thing. Um, so... <laughs> Pull the mic down. I'm still mad at you, but no, I want to go back to so you know the new sexy world in the in the in the in the I don't even in the Christians world is covenant, and people running around talking about covenant, 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 like they got a new language when it's not even a covenant. You don't even know what a covenant is, and so part of the frustration comes from not all the time, but sometimes identifying something as a covenant that's probably a curse um and and you frustrate it and you you know you have all this extra baggage and stuff um the last thing that i think about and i, I don't really talk about me and beyond relationship as 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 much but um i think about what would have happened if i would have been disobedient to god and said no nope, mm. i'm not doing it mm. Mm. We, we're talking about since how many years 20 how how old is Deontay? Twenty twenty eight twenty nine. Oh, twenty nine. Lord, you old. You old. You old. Listen, no, but but do you understand this? I I I wonder. I wonder. Well, but let me let me say this out loud. He he would have sent somebody else. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. He he would have sent somebody yeah, and one, else. And one of us would have been one of us would have I would have been miserable. There we go. There yeah, we go. You would somebody would have lost out. With my religious self. You you wanna I, I don't mean to go down the rabbit hole, but like it's so it's such a trip that you know, 'cause I'm a Kojic girl. And um I could say this about Kojic people 'cause I'm <laughs> I'm a Kojic girl. You talk about some religious people. I think there are other there are other folks that are religious too, but I think about when I hear when I hear the religiosity, I'm able to identify it. When I see it, I'm and it's no shade against it because you don't know what you don't know. But to be delivered and freed and transformed from that and to be able to identify because Jesus didn't come to teach us religion. He came to give us freedom and to free us from all of those, you know what I'm saying? Like he came to give us life and life more abundantly. Yes. There were already religious people, religious leaders and religious folks. They were already there. They were set in their ways. And I know this is delving off just a little bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll make it make sense. Um, Cause I'm talking about me uh, and yes. I'm talking about how I would have been stuck in that um, and not be able to preach and teach to any and everybody without feeling some yes. kind of way. Because what right. I preach and what I, what you eat don't make me fat. So I'm going right. to preach this gospel over here, and some of y'all going to get it, and some of y'all going to get convicted, and some of y'all going to leave from where you are, and you're going to do some things to change your status, and some of y'all going to stay stuck. But you'll never be able to say to God, I didn't know, because yeah. the word came, and it found you, and you ignored it. Okay, I'm shutting up.
That was real good. Good, good morning. So I'm going to chime in just on the second on one piece that you said in particular. That was always my problem with relationships, and it was mental and that concept of burden. Uh, because I didn't always tell, I didn't always feel like certain people carried my same weight. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't get into relationships unless I thought the the weight was going to be equal. And wow. I, I really appreciate the the eye opening of my walk now because I don't view that in the same light. There's certain people yeah. that I know I can't be in a close relationship with, but I now open myself up to a lot of new relationships. Yeah. And I am very appreciative of the of of that concept or idea that it doesn't necessarily have to be equal to be right. Sometimes yeah. so, sometimes sometimes more that weight has to fall on me because I'm I might be the more responsible. I might be the mentor at that point. Oh, oh. So like I said, I, I, I appreciate that and I appreciate all of you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. That was real good. And that goes for marriage too, by the way. I I tell folks all the time, you know, folks behind them out, they don't, you know, fifty fifty for you know, this and that and all of that kind of stuff. And I'll be telling people, listen, there were there were times and seasons in my marriage where my wife carried the brunt of the relationship, the emotional side of the relationship, she carried uh, the some of the physical she carried. And in seasons, we've alternated. And then, there, of course, there are those seasons where we both going hard in the paint, but then there are some other seasons where somebody feels more of the burden than the other person. But that's why I was telling you that matching energy is so toxic. It's such a toxic mentality because we don't need to match energy as long as we're matching effort. That's good All stuff right. right there. That's good teaching for covenant relationships for marriage on Tuesdays and Saturdays it might be horrible but Wednesday Thursday there Friday and Sunday be fire but, but the, the, the key is when you have a covenant relationship and Valerie you come on right on here behind me you hear go and testify unto the Lord you have to have the the stamina you have to have endurance endure as a hard soldier right because none of covenant relationships of any sort Ain't always fun. Come on. They're not always joyous. Sometimes they they are full of friction, but the friction is to refine, which is why the word says iron sharpens iron. Yes. There, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this publicly. There are folks on this line that been mad at me 13, 17, 28 times. I don't care. My position doesn't change. Your posture has to. Mm. Because that's all it's ever about. Yeah, go on, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spit it out. <laughs> okay, so I mean, there's so much. What a wealth of truth this morning. Um, I mean, I got a lot to say, but I'm, I'm not going to say it all. But anyway, the reality is, it's, it's about purpose. And who knew when I met Dion back in way back when? Um, who knew? Who knew how the relationship was going to change? Um, I didn't want to accept it, nor did I receive it. <laughs> um, and it was evident even with the prayer call, getting on and off the prayer call, 
running over here, running down the street, running over there. No matter what, I and when I look back, I remember Dion always. I remember uh, meeting with her outside of her doing my hair, and I remember she said, "You got the cooties," and I didn't know what she was talking about. Like me, she said, "You got the cooties," like me. So basically, when I look back, there I was assigned to her, and there were things in her that were also in me, but I didn't know it. I couldn't see it, and so I would run from it. I would run, and I continued to run. And every time though she would she would check in with me, um, and I'd still run. And I'm just grateful for her heart. And did she piss me off? Absolutely. And did I piss her off? Yes. My mother always said, um, <laughs> "Hard head makes a soft." You know what? And and it was until I finally settled and like, oh, okay, 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 all right, okay. Um, and every time I've ever reached out to her, she's like, "I know." <laughs> you know. I was waiting, like she would know, right? Because it's the spirit. But when you don't know better, you don't know, right? You don't know what you know until you know it. So again, somebody like me, not growing up in church, not seeing healthy covenant relationships, not even understanding what it all meant. It, it, it's so it's beautiful right now to to watch things unfold and to know where my place is for purpose. So thank you. I don't know what time I'm getting off. Uh, no, I'll drop you off. Okay. It's all about purpose. Uh, I probably couldn't have even said it any better, honestly. Somebody, somebody needs to mute their phone. Anybody else? Hey, Pastor Winston, can you? I was just going to um, ask, can you go back a, a little bit more about that covenant marriage part? Because you said a whole lot when you said and it ain't always um, one sided and there's a balance to it. So, in a marriage, and I have to learn this, it ain't always on him in every area to be the provider, to be the emotional part of it. And so, I've had to learn this is the next second marriage how to keep it because I know it's covenant to not. Um, expect the unexpected well, hope that makes sense is to tap into the covenant part and even watch the monkeys in the middle because in marriage is a whole bunch of monkeys in the middle and they can come at you to try to just um discourage you to stay in your marriage because you know for, for the worldly stuff and then the comparison and it's a lot to what you said so i'm just grateful because i've had to learn what covenant really means not in just marriage but in relationships so those covenant relationships i'm not allowing the um the blockers to disconnect so thank you dd crying out dd you threw that in there and then you walked off i realize this subject matter let me just say this i i get it the subject matter challenges Covenant really challenges our view of how we've done relationships, honestly, and how, and how we assess properly. Some of us will get off of this call today and have to go and, and do a list, have to write you a list on one side, regular relationship, other relationship, covenant relationship. You know, you got to figure that thing out so you don't operate in error. All right. Anyone else? Love, life, and victory. What stood out? Hey, this is um, one of the things that stood out to me is, or so many things, but one thing in particular, when you said that with covenant relationships, there has to be um, bloodshed, right? 
Yeah. And even though we're under the new covenant and Jesus shed his blood, so we could have right. that relationship with God and then with each other. One thing about the relationship with um, Elijah and Elisha is that um, when Elijah put his mantle on him, what's the first thing that came out of the mouth of Elisha? He yeah. said, let me go back to my past, right? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. realized the understanding and he knew what he had to do because of the mantle that was thrown on him. But he said, wait, I'm not ready. Let me go back to my past. And then when, and what did Elijah say? I'm not holding you back. Do what you got to do. Right. Because when he knew he was ready, he knew he would come. And then what did Elijah do? He shed blood. He gave a sacrifice. So yeah. I, it's just so much. But thank you. I mean, this is just great. Ah, between oh, all of you all. That's all I'm signing off. <laughs> this was that was good. And and uh you mentioned the uh, new covenant and I, I do want to throw this out here also because you you brought up a really good point. Um uh, that's why even when exiting covenant there it must be done properly. Uh because a lot of us have bloody trails behind us, right? And I, I did a Bible study a couple of years back on the bloody trail. When when you leave wrong, when you exit wrong, when you whatever, there's a there's a trail of blood behind you because again, uh, there was a level of sacrifice in order to land in covenant, right? Uh, and in order to maintain covenant, there's sacrifice. So when it's covenant, you don't get to up and it, it's not governed by you to up and decide when it's over. And if you do that, and there's a lot of people who try to move on to something else, and they can't they can't move on. To something else because they've got a bloody trail behind them and i don't care what anybody says if you don't clean up that blood in that trail uh then, then there is no next all right anyone else pastor winston when you um when i was talking about the sacrifices i'm talking about it has nothing to do with here but just in a relationship that i've built with someone that came yeah. into the church and they you know had uh different gifts um but minimized my gifts but came into a relationship with me I had to sacrifice what I thought I saw in that person and realize yeah. that it was a covenant with God and not yeah. with that person. Even, yeah. but, but that kind of damaged my loyalty because it right. makes you go into a relationship or um, a so-called covenant with someone that you think we're building in the church. But lo and behold, they're just pouring and, and dumping and expect you to, um, you know, to go ahead and haul the load. Um, so yeah. th that was the part I was talking about with sacrifice because with, and I've learned throughout the times what relationships. So it made me halt sometimes on building relationships. But when you see the fair exchange, no robbery in a relationship with people that you know that you're in good covenant with makes the difference for me. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> Brother E, loving the dialogue about covenant. Uh, Lord, I wish I had my notes because we've been in, in our um, our Sabbath school. We've been talking about covenants for I guess like the last three months. I think what we have to understand is that when we talk about covenants. There's definitely two types of covenant. The worldly covenant, when we talk about historically, 
when you talk about the, 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 the sacrificing covenant, we're talking about uh, uh, the cutting of the covenant. So when we see, like, one of the greatest covenants, one of the covenants that everybody knows, God makes a covenant to Abraham. Puts him to sleep. Before he puts him to sleep, he tells Abraham, listen, you have all these animals. I want you to cut them in two. And, 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 and I want you to spread them. And God is coming to us. He's coming to Abraham in, in, in the ways of a traditional covenant. And in a traditional covenant, a greater power, somebody who had more authority or who more power, would enter into a covenant with somebody else of a lesser power. And they would walk through these animals. And, 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 this, and the symbolism was that, is that, listen, if I do not hold up my bargain or hold up my end of the covenant, then what may be done to me would be done to the animals. Cut, cut and kill. The funny part about that is God walks through the covenant by himself. Abraham doesn't walk through that. So God goes extraordinarily beyond what we think about in terms of a covenant. Now, my definition, which I've, 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 I've honed over the years, is a covenant is, a, is, 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 is part of a contract that you enter into somebody that says, listen, I agree to do this, but even if you don't, own up to your contract, I'm still bound by that covenant to do what I already said. And I say that to say this. There are a lot of covenants in the Bible. There's the Noahic covenant. There's the Davidic covenant. There's the Adamic covenant. There's the Abrahamic covenant. So when we talk about covenants, when we talk about relationships, you have to identify what type of covenant am, am I in with this person or persons or whatever. What type of relationship am I in with you? And, and if I'm in a certain covenant and you don't and you don't uh, hold up your bargain, I, I can't get salty. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not God's way. And that's not supposed to be our way. But we do have to realize that covenant and contract is two different things. Covenant in terms of relationships is something that needs to be examined, something that needs to be thought about before we enter into a person. Because it's a sacred thing. It's a very important thing. And understand that, listen, how many times has God entered into a covenant with with his people and he's broken it? He's always stepped even beyond that because his love for his people and reestablished another covenant or reestablished it. I think it's a lesson in that. So when we enter into covenant and we enter into relationships, and we talk about 
radical mm-hmm. race. Understanding <laughs> that people are always going to let us down. Amen. Our children may let us down. Our wives are. Oh. Amen. Good morning. This is glorious. Good morning. Good morning. Pastor, I appreciate the the declaration on covenant and in listening to it, I it, it helped me to appreciate even greater relationships, covenant relationships that I didn't even recognize as covenant relationships um, with my sister, Dee Dee, and with Dion and, and realizing that even in um, initial meetings, you know how you think, you think a, a relationship is one thing, but when you look at it, um, through the eyes of what God is doing and has done, you see it so much clearer for what it actually is. And so I thank God for those covenant relationships and with the relationship with DV and just how my life has been revolutionized, just in, in how God brought, even though I'm on the East Coast, I consider, I know Dee Dee is my sister by us having the same dad. But when now the blood relationship I recognize is even greater than our connection through our parental. So I'm going back on mute. I love y'all. Thank you. That was, that, that brings up an awesome point. And even I think for sure we can't negate the relationship side of things. So I, I, I enjoy love, life and victory because it's that moment where we pull something from the teaching, right? Something that is meant to uh, encourage, but also just something that you heard that may have triggered something. Maybe it triggered a question. Maybe it triggered an amen. Maybe it triggered an ouch, or maybe it triggered a hump. But either way, uh, whatever you do, let's make sure we're pulling from that, right? So, so that we can have that dialogue, and, and, and maybe somebody else can have a healthy dialogue based on that. Anyone else on those life and victory? Yes, yeah, great yeah, on that. I want to, Glory, to just real quick, Christmas, and I'm just saying to my sister, I love you. That's all. And what you said, it just, I'm, I'm in tears because that covenant and the connector, I love you. So thank you so much for being my sister. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Oh, sorry. Um, it's Krishanda. Um, I just wanted to say, um, I'm really enjoying this conversation this morning. I don't really have anything to ask on a call today. Such great teaching and such a timely word. God bless you all. Krishanda, it is good to hear you this morning. Awesome. Uh, and I'm glad that the word has uh, touched you, certainly. Anyone else? What, did you, what, what are your thoughts? Love, life, and victory. Yeah, good morning, good morning. What were the three responses you just said? It could be an ouch, an uh, an ah, or what were the three responses? Amen, amen. It could be an amen, uh, it could be a question, it could be an ouch, or it could be a hmm. Okay, well, I have a, I've had all three of them this morning, so I appreciate this this, uh, <laughs> this teaching. Uh, what, got, what stuck out for me was so many Um and just reflecting on, and, and then listening to Brother E, when he broke down all the various different uh, covenants that the Lord made with his people and, and had to, of course, eliminate them because we couldn't hold up to the covenant. But um, 
my first question about that, what he said, was because now I look at the new covenant. I just look at the new covenant. That's where I mostly focus on because that's what we're under. We're not under the Old Testament covenant. So when he brought them all up and recognizing which covenant you're under with someone, my mind asked, do we still look at it like that? Do we still do that? That's kind of just a sidebar question, okay? You can answer that because I've got a couple of them. And then then a question came up, you know, um, there's certain people in the marketplace, I'm in business, and I can't understand why I have been so attracted to that and staying up under them and listening and, and, and wanting to be around them and in their presence. And you mentioned about that, you know, um, is, can you, is a covenant relationship always with someone that is a believer? Can a covenant relationship be with someone that's not a believer? Um, and, um, of course, I've always had to watch that. I've recognized that it was business, okay, it was strictly business, but I've had that I want to be where that person is. I want to know That's what good. they know. You know, I want to, you know, I, 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 why am I still here? You know, uh, even though everything's not working out the way I want it to be, what makes me stay here? You know, I've That's never good. had it like this before. So that's another question. And then um, the third thing that uh, that got to me was the bloody trail must be cleaned up. I am so intently trying to clean up this covenant that I'm in that um, it basically has a lot to do with my I think my purpose ushering me in, God is using it for so much in my marriage. And it's just, a, it's a mess, but it's been incredibly um, hard and difficult and hurting. You name it, it's been there. You know, evil, you name it, it's been there. Whatever's been done in scripture, I can line up so many scriptures and, and when it comes to this relationship, but yet, um, in the past, in my business, I have made the money to take care of the things I need to take care of. With this, God's given me just enough to handle my overhead. As you very well know, a divorce is expensive. Yeah. Okay, especially. And so I'm like, God, you know, what's going on here? This person has you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to go into details. But it's it's a mess, and it's been difficult to clean up. So hopefully you got all my questions. <laughs> I mean, all my, all my, all my, all my uh, thoughts in the process. The biggest things are the different. Uh, well, all of them are big, but uh, my questions were about in a covenant with someone who's not saved. Okay, obvious, obviously, and and then secondly, all the various different types of covenant and identifying that. That seems confusing to me, but um, I get what Eve was talking about. If I had to do a study on that. Um, so I, when I when I learned all the different covenants the Lord had had with His people, it, it blew my mind. Because I only thought of one. So let me say this, Priscilla. So let me let me say this. So so that's why when we share, we usually share from the topic that we were actually talking about, as not to create confusion, if that makes sense. Because all those different things, that's a whole like that's a whole study in and of itself. And when yeah, it you, is. Yeah, so it's not necessarily for 
this thing, if that makes sense. There are so many different things attached to covenant relationships from so many different angles. Um, again, that's that's a whole study. That's a whole yeah, time, no, I hear spent, you. time yeah. spent in prayer and, and can be very telling and very freeing when done in, in proper context. But that's all I just want to say that. So in essence, if you understand it, yes, it still can be relevant today. That's really where I was going for it. Because see, in my mind, well, God's I'm thinking that's eternal, the Old Testament. So, yeah, but yeah. God's word okay, is, got is, it. is eternal. So it, it doesn't expire. Um, it, it just changes location, if that makes sense. It's still applicable under certain things. But because of the blood covenant with Jesus, it changes everything. Right, it changes it. everything. It puts things into proper context because then there's grace and there's mercy that's covered under the rent veil. All all of that stuff. Yes, now sir. we have access. So that that's all. So yeah. Yeah, I got it. And I think that I was it. a good I think that uh those principles, those at large principles, right? So I I'll give you a prime example. I was talking to a lady one day about sacrifice and she says, Well, there are different levels to sacrifice. And I told her, but the principle of sacrifice has not changed. Sacrifice is still sacrifice, whether it's a lamb on the altar, whether it's, it's your money in the collection plate, or whether it's you feeding the homeless, it's still sacrifice. Does that make sense? So when, when, when we're talking about covenant at large, before we get to the different types of covenant, there is covenant at large, which is an agreement between two people. Uh, that they are held to, and it's not, uh, again, so I think for you, particularly sliding over into the marketplace, um, I have that same anointing. I sit between two spaces. It, it was just like, do you remember Deborah in the scriptures? Yes. She, was, mm-hmm. she sat between the market and she sat between the church. She sat under the palm tree, but, but, but she sat between Ramah, right, and Bethel. Uh, so, so she was anointed to be in between and carry the weight of those two spaces. I do believe that that the mentee side of things, what you are feeling is the is the the urn uh, or the the zeal of the mentee. So where you get everything that you want to get from somebody. Now covenant, of course, is different, but I believe that you can be you can get whatever you need from somebody just to receive from somebody. You don't have to be in covenant with them. I think what you are feeling is a piece of this story, which was the piece of the mentee. Uh, that, that, that's the role of the mentee, to want to get whatever the mentors have. I've been in rooms where I want everything that people have. Now, I may not go eat with them, and they may not know my business, and they may not know, you know what I've been through. However, for that moment and that assignment, there's something I need to receive from them. So while I wouldn't say covenant with non-believers, I would say that you can definitely be in a space of mentee or mentor, which then, of course, there is a pouring or there's receiving or something of the sort. Got Makes it. Sense? I understand. Makes total sense. And I have been told that in prayer once. I sense a Deborah spirit over you. I yeah. have been told that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Good stuff. Good. Yes. Anyone else? Yes. Hello, how's everybody? My name is Gwen, and I want to thank Ms. Glow for coming in today because I needed this message. I'm a hairstylist, and I've been running from a friend that's treating me bad, but 
God never turned his back on me, so I have to be there for her and show her the right way of treating people and how you want to be treated because we don't know everybody's story. And I just appreciate you guys and love you, and I'm there for her now. This was meant to be today. And I love you guys. Love you too. God bless you. Anyone else? Hey, this is Lisa. Um, excellent dialogue. I I I really don't have anything to say. I just want to chime. <laughs> I just want to say that this was awesome. Everything was covered. It made me think about so many different relationships that I've entered into. One thing I did want to add was, as believers, we do know we're talking about a new and a better covenant, and that is found in the book of Hebrews, and it's talking about Jesus and what he did. And we're now on a foundation with better promises because his covenant can be not be unbroken that he made with us, that God made with us. So that's the thing that encourages me that when I blow it and I mess up and, you know, my mind's not right or um, I'm the one at fault, whatever it is, um, there's always an opportunity as long as I'm breathing to get it right before him. And sometimes I walk before people and they think I'm walking perfectly. And that's not the case, right? So I guess it's important to be open and transparent about what you're going through. But that's how you build covenant relationships. Transparency is key. Um, I love Declare Victory. I love what God has done through this call. I love the connections he's made, even with like our Walk It Out Thursday night call. It's given us a certain level of what's called community. And I think we don't talk about it enough because we are a body. We're, we're the body of Christ and we're so disconnected. And I think that blood covenant relationship could connect us if we would keep that in the forefront. So thank you for just bringing this out um, and making us think. That transference from that mentor to the mentee, you got to be ready and to the extent of yielded and submitted in that relationship. Um, and it's not a fair exchange. It is not a fair exchange um, because there will be pouring and there will be gleaning. But I love it that you say, we don't just show up to take, take, take. That ain't cool. <laughs> that ain't cool. Yeah. So, so thank you for the conversation. This is just so, so good. And it's a necessary conversation. Let me say this, Dion, thank you. And to the visionaries, thank you uh, for making sure that the conversation about relationships, because as a body of Christ, you know, we are still very challenged in this area. I'm going to be honest with you. I I have heard bad teaching that Mm -hmm. insinuates that in order to be gifted, you have to be lonely. The devil is a lie. Come on. I've heard. So what that does is that puts everybody on defense, right? So now mm-hmm. you now you wonder why nobody can get a spouse, right? And nobody can have a friend because right. they've been taught that 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 to do this you got to walk alone. And and the I, I don't even have the time to get into that, but that it's flawed teaching, and mm-hmm. and it causes and the reason why we're still talking about this in 2022 is because we as a body have not figured out how to yeah. leverage and how to do relationships properly. Amen. Anyone else? Love, life, and victory. Yes, hi, this is Catherine. 
um, I was, I'm, I'm still on the clean up the bloody trail. You know, uh, can you elaborate on that a little more, please? Yeah. So my grandma used to say it like this. You know, people people don't, may never remember how you entered a room, but they'll always remember how you left the room. And and I think that how we close out chapters, and this is just in general, not just covenant relationships, but I think we have to get better at closing out chapters also. Uh, when there are there, there is a right way to close a chapter. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, I've I worked in HR for some years, and we would have what we called exit interviews, right? And uh, the right way was when somebody was getting ready to leave, whether they were being uh, whether they were being released or whether they were leaving on their own merit, uh, we would host an exit interview. And the purpose of the exit interview was to ensure that the transition was was right long story short uh and, and there's a lot that happens particularly when it's a god-given thing let me say that which is why which is when we talk about covenant that's what we're really saying is that that it was it was put together by god right so so when it's put together by god you don't get to prematurely leave just because something made you mad uh you don't get to pre if it was put together by god there must be a release and when he gives you the release then the the break will be clean but the reality is many of us have have broken up early or left the thing early and it wasn't God, it was us. And as a result of that, there's a mess. So when I say blood, I don't want you to think physical blood. I want you to just think of leaving a mess behind. Uh, and then I want you to think about if you left today and you went to go to work and you left your house a mess, then company would not be able to show up later, right? Because your home is a mess. And so that's what I'm saying. We can't get to our next until we clean up the things uh, uh, that made the mess, quote unquote, that we left behind. And that's why it's important when you're transitioning or when the season is over, it better be a God thing and not a you thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, how you thank you so thing much. It's just as important as how you finish it. Or how should I say it in the reverse? How you finish a thing is equally as important as how you begin it. My yep. my statement is always make sure you have a strong finish. Finish well. Yeah. 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 When God, people leave my God. church, I want y'all to know when when people leave my church, uh, I I pray for them and I sow a seed into their life. I don't I don't subliminally post. I don't get upset. I don't take it personal that they are leaving me, quote unquote, because they're not. Uh, at the end of the day, it it is what it is, and that's just that's how I operate. Is what I do. Anyone else? I know y'all trying to get to your fried chicken and uh, and fried fish. It's it's fish fry Fridays over here on our campus, so I can't wait. Yeah, and I just say that um, when you talked about getting to your next, you can't get to your next. Even when you get there, it's going to be a mess because you still got the stuff that's undone. So you're going to mess up yeah. bringing that baggage with you to the next. All that hurt, all that stuff, all that offense, all that unforgiveness, whatever it was that caused you to leave hurriedly <laughs> or hastily, um, you're going to get there and you're still going to be you, the common denominator there. So it's going to interfere with everything next that you're trying to do, even when you get yeah. to the next. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard That's place. Good. That's good. It's a hard place.
Lisa, on the heels of that and that common denominator, you, you, you know, you rebuking the devil and not you, but, you know, the folks that's rebuking the devil and, you know, the problem is with everybody else and they don't realize that they are the common denominator. Yeah. They, they have no clue. None at all. Um, this, this has been such a blessing. It's, it's been such a unique um, way to just tell the truth and, um, you know, really help us to see ourselves. Um, I so value, I so value the unique ministry that each, each of us have um, and an understanding, the humility that we have um, and understanding that we have not arrived and that there's still more work to do while yeah. we are on this earth. Yeah. Um, and I know it's, we're coming to the top of the hour, but something just hit me. Um, and I'm not trying to derail the call at all. If at the end of this call, if we could pray for um, the Harris family, I just got a text that um, one of the members of True Hope, um, uh, she had been for many, many years. She passed this morning. She had terminal cancer. And my dad literally just went to go see her yesterday. Uh, so, okay. so if we could, at the end of the call, if we could pray for that family, I, I would really, really appreciate it. Got it. We would definitely do that. And that's the Harris family, right? What's the family? Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry, Pastor Winton. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, this is Gloria. Gwen, who hey. spoke a few minutes ago, um, she's asking for prayer for her family. Her nephew committed suicide um, oh, wow. Tuesday, on Tuesday. Okay. And her grandson, want to commit and her grandson yeah. also, he's 10, and is talking about committing suicide. Oh, so it's the okay. James family oh, and Hall yeah. and Gail. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Anyone else? All right, let's do this. Uh, somebody has something? Um, yes, I was going to say, this is Natasha, just um, echoing what so many have said about how rich um, this teaching has been and this conversation has been. And it, it reminded me, especially when Tanya just um, spoke and I had to holler about that common denominator part that somebody, a famous therapist says that um, the quality of your relationships, the quality of your life is directly um, impacted by the quality of your relationships. Um, And this conversation is so necessary because we don't often learn, and I think about my children, how to be in relationship with one another and and what what are the components of a true friendship and a relationship? And this this conversation about covenant is so great because it gives me more language and tools to be able to use to them as I am um, explaining to eight-year-olds how to navigate these relationships and friendships that they'll come through and come in and out of throughout life. So just thank you all for everyone's um, um, contribution and, and, and what they've shared. It's, it's It's so much here, so much. So I thank you. God bless you for that, Natasha. That uh, that uh, that's a very real piece. And and again, Dion said, you know, because things are being echoed, uh, they 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 are worth paying attention to. So I hope those who are on the line are, are hearing those things that keep coming up. 
because as they keep coming up, we know that's something that we have to tackle in the natural and through prayer. Anyone else? All right. Uh, let us let let's do this. Let's uh, let's pray. And uh, as you all are, uh, as I pray, I, I certainly want you to pray. But I also want uh, you to continue to pray for the names that have been uh, dropped in our group. Uh, so many people need so many things, and there's a battle of the mind and a battle of the spirit right now. That's just it, it, and the and the force of the the, the world. Uh, we have a lot of young men, black men, who are who are out here, who are popping up, missing all of the sudden, and 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 nobody knows anything, and it, it's just wild stuff. Uh, and and so let us be in prayer uh, for those families uh, and those who are dealing with the loss of a loved one, and uh, and those who are dealing with those suicidal thoughts, and those who are dealing with depression and anxiety and low self-esteem and all of those things uh, that would try to attach themselves to the people of God. Uh, let's pray. God, we love you and we thank you for this moment. God, we thank you uh, for this opportunity uh, to have life. You said in your word that you came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. God, I pray now for the Harris family. God, I pray uh, for the families that were named. God, all of those who are dealing with loss in this hour, all of those who are dealing with uh, different things, God, as it relates to suicide. God, we bind up even the spirit of suicide that are trying to attach itself to your people, God. We we thank you now, God, that we are loosed from those chains, God. But right now we ask and we intercede on behalf of those, God, who, who need increase in their faith, who need increase in the measure of their faith. Uh, we turn those situations over to you. You've heard the names called uh, so, God, we ask now that you do what you do best, God, and that is do it the way you want to do it. We yield in humble submission to your will. And even on this Friday, as we get ready to go into our weekend, God, we ask that you would allow us to be intentional with our days, our moments, and our hours, our minutes, and our seconds, God, uh, that you might get the glory out of each and every one of them, that we might do and be uh, and walk the way that you called us to walk. God, we thank you now for Dion. We thank you for this call. God, we thank you for those who hold her arms up. We thank you for our declared victory family. Continue to watch them and keep them. God, lay your hands on them and never allow them to forget uh, that you're right there with them, no matter what they may face and no matter what we go through. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All righty, y'all. Have a great Friday. Have an amazing day and an amazing weekend. Love Amen. you all. Bless you. Thank you, Pastor. Love you all. Love y'all. Love you all. Bye. Have a great day. Have a blessed, blessed weekend. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody.